Welcome to the Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 45. Okay, Lauren, I'm still blind. Three weeks post-surgery, I'm still blind. <laughs> I know. I think we have many listeners really anxious to know. I We've know. got to talk about it. I've shared a lot on Instagram weeks ago um, that I had a, per- a similar procedure to LASIK done, mm-hmm. and I'm finally going to give you the story and the rundown of my eye surgery. Spoiler alert, I'm, it's been a beat down. I'll be honest. I know. I'm, I'm um, making her talk about it because she's not even quite ready. But, I'm not ready. I mean, we need to give a report. I really don't have a resolution yet. I've only probably got 75% of my like vision, I would say, back um, in regards to like sharpness. And so I'm still kind of waiting, which is the worst. Yeah, I'm the absolutely. least patient person right. ever. Right. So anyway, okay, episode 45. Yeah, we're going to be talking about my eye surgery, and then that might lead to some other like maintenance procedures we've kind of had on the brain, yep. like um, Botox, different injections, um, and I'll wherever it might take my, us. Yeah, I'll even share my surgery, um, you know, fixer. Yes, your little fixer. That's right. Um, but before we do that, and um, well, and let me say, as always, we will wrap up with our hits and misses of the week. But before we jump into the eye surgery talk, we have to talk about The Bachelor this week. You mean Champagne Champagne Gate. Oh my gosh. I actually just watched it last I night. Know, you finally did. I've been dying to hear what you think. I know. And I'm like three days late. Um, I don't know. It's so funny because I'd heard so much about it all week long. What's the, what's the brunette's name? Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. Okay. I didn't think she did anything wrong. I didn't, I did not think she was like malicious about it. No, I agreed. I would agree. I'm sure we both talked about it. We, we probably assume a producer told her to go there. Well, hold on. Let's back up. Explain what happened in case somebody doesn't watch watch or doesn't watch the the champagne gate. 2020 is, um, there's this gal. What's her name? Kelsey, 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 I don't even know where she came from, Kelsey. I mean, she's pretty blonde. I just don't remember her at any point so far. But right. she comes forward on... Guns roast, blazing. Yeah, rose ceremony night. She had brought a bottle of champagne from home, something that was super special to her, saving it for a special moment with a special person. Right. So she figured this was her time to shine. Did she go on a date this week? A group date or anything? I don't know if she had. Yeah. No, she? she was um, the model, the modeling thing. No, but the week prior. Remember, oh, this I fell asleep. Rose I don't ceremony know. of the week prior. I don't yeah, even know if she had gotten a date in. So she really wanted to do this. Anyway, she yeah. sets up this bottle of champagne by the fireplace, a whole little thing, blankets. Well, then, hold on. And she had not seen Peter or had time with him yet. Yes. That was the whole thing. She yes, felt like why, she had yes. no time. Yes. That's she why needed, I think she didn't go on a date. So she really had to hit it yes. home, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I think so, she was making this big deal. Like I right. have to make an impression. I have to night. do something yep. special, right. blah, blah, blah. So she sets it up and then she kind of goes back to the group waiting to kind of get her moment and steal them over. And the girls are sitting there and they hear a bottle pop and they're like, wait, no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you kind of see obviously on the side camera as they go flash to them and Hannah and is walking Peter. Hey, oh, let's sit here. They've got a bottle. Okay. Yeah. And they pop it open and yeah. she immediately like hears the popping Kelsey and like turns to tears and they're like, it's okay. It's probably not. It's okay. So then she walks around the corner and there's Peter and Hannah Ann drinking her 
her special bottle and she kind of like snaps and yells at the couple. Oh my gosh. And is like, oh, da, 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 da. and then she walks away crying and Peter's like, wait, wait, what? Wait. And so he follows her and Hannah Ann was like, I'm so, I didn't know. Yeah. They exchange a few words. I think the girls do. And she's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, you have no class. Blah, 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 blah. She's like, I did not know. So, okay. And blah, 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 blah. so oh finally gosh. she goes over with Peter and gets a moment and they find like a new little Ramada and bench with a new bottle and they sit down and this is the classic yeah. moment of television yeah. like thus far. I mean, people are dare say this is like the best moment of bachelor history. Mm-hmm, she goes totally. and they're talking, they open the bottle and she's, he's like, can we drink in the bottle? Sure. She goes to drink it and chug like a little sip out of it, pulls down and it literally blows up in her face, Explodes. like up the nose and the eyes. And there's just no saving it. Yeah, no it saving was- it hilarious it was like classic classic like crazy moment it was like it was almost like um a disney channel movie where the villain has like one thing bad happening after another you know or like home alone stuff up yeah you know like home alone there's like he's getting hit with the broom or like there's all kinds of crazy stuff the the hot uh, the hot yeah the hot handle like all of it it's like one thing after another she was just getting like slammed with bad luck but i will say okay a couple things because I think there was a question like, do you think they shook the bottle to like oh, make know. that happen? But I it fell not. down. Yeah, it did. It the, did. The, 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 what do you even call that? The, the ice box yeah. like fell over and then it came back up and it was probably all bubbled. Right. And so I think it was like an innocent, weird mishap, honestly. And, and probably, and I agree with you. I think Hannah Ann would, was innocent too. I just think that yeah. um, either producers provoked it or they just came upon it because I mean, proving right there, there's another another bottle of champagne, yeah. a, another, you know, totally. bench to sit at. Yeah. So it's kind of like it could have happened I mean, to anybody. how are they going to know it was her special Yes, whatever. I know. I kind of felt like that was weird. She'd leave it unattended, too. Like, you know, there are 25 girls roaming around and a ton of alcohol. Right. So it's like, eh. So I know it blew up literally in her face. Oh and the rest of the night was bad. <laughs> but I feel like she kind of deserved it. I did not like how she came. At, and I'm not right, a huge right. Hannah whatever fan. But like, I was kind of dying when she has... So much makeup on, contoured this and that, right, decked and out the extensions and the fillers and the eyelashes. Like she is done, right? And then Hannah Ann has like barely mascara on. Yeah, she's supernatural, just, short hair, like all this, and she's like, "You are just fake. You are fake." And blah blah blah. blah. And I'm yeah. like, "Uh, look in the mirror, girlfriend." Right. Like, and right. I don't even know Hannah Ann, but I was like, "You look so stupid right now." Right. Like totally. you're gonna hate yourself right. when you go back and watch this. I heard on um on the Bachelor podcast, Rachel Lindsay host. You know, she was talking to Peter, and she actually dare compared Hannah Ann to Luke P from last season. Remember oh, really? Crazy Luke P with um Hannah? See, I didn't think he was that crazy, and not at first. And yeah. I don't think we think. Hannah Ann is that crazy yet but she got the first impression rose and started doing the stealing and then in this episode you see her win a competition and kind of rub it in the faces the whole scandal with somebody you know confrontation already and so I was like and he and Peter really like brushed off no 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 but I'm like I don't know I kind of see like she could get a little crazy though Hannah Ann comes off really cute and sweet but she's got a little devilish side to her. I can already yeah. tell. I mean, I think any woman you put them in that situation, oh, they're with, all just turning psycho. like claws are out. You're yeah. gonna see the worst part of a woman in that environment, I know, which is un- so unfortunate for Peter because so he's just literally like weeding through the crazy. Oh my gosh! And, and I know we've already talked about this too long, but I have to just say really quick: poor Victoria, the one who 
was so insecure on the runway date. Yes. She is such a beautiful girl. And I just want to say to any single ladies out there listening, just have confidence. Yeah. But it is, it was just so sad to me. She was so insecure and like doubting herself. And I just, I, I'm not as pretty. I don't ever get seen and this and that. And I was like, oh, you know. No, I totally, I totally agree. Uh, granted, it took a lot of nerve to open oh. up and strut lingerie on the runway 100%. so that kind of threw me a little bit I'm like is this like an act or is she just really trying to be daring here like whoa so but I mean and then yeah well we won't spoil it if you haven't yeah. watched but go it was, watch it was duking it out between her and Hannah Ann really quick I have to know do you know top four no I don't know spoilers right you now you always do I know usually I do but actually supposedly I had heard reality Steve was like no one knows the winner no way yeah supposedly this oh. season somehow some way the winner is not known at you this guys, point. You guys, please don't do. Let's not do spoilers this time. I okay, I won't. I always hold I out. I always do until literally I, the finale. Oh, you no, know, but usually it's just the opposite. I'm like, no, 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 and then premiere night. I'm like, okay, just tell me the final I know. four. Okay, maybe the final three. Okay, I'll just sit there. La 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 la. So I, I, I'm okay with that. No I spoilers. Kind of, yeah. I don't want to know spoilers. I know. I like, won't. I, I'm really curious. I and she, know. he does have some great options. This yeah. Season, oh, so. super cute. Yeah. Super cute. Okay. Well, tell us your thoughts on The Bachelor. If you're watching, let us yeah. know. Um, we are all about Monday Night TV. Yeah. Avid watchers, you know it. Well, yes, that's right. Um, okay. Well, let's jump right into my eye surgery. Say the letters again. P K no. P R K. PRK. PRK. Why do I want to say PKR, but PRK. Okay. Oh my gosh. Everybody getting PRK. PRK. So everybody, like hardly anybody has heard of PRK. Right. And yes, I have it. Everybody's heard of LASIK. Okay. So a few, well, let me preface this by saying I have been blind. And by blind, I mean like I have perfect, like close up vision about like two feet in front of my face. And then after that, it just gets like super blurry and it would be almost like colors and forms. Like I couldn't right. make out your face or anything like that. So, and it came on when I was in about seventh grade. So I've worn contacts since I was what, how old are you then? 14 or something? Yeah. Yeah. If that, um, like 12. Yeah. So anyway, I've had them for a really long time and I like every year of my adult life, when I'm like renewing my contact order, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get my eyes fixed because it's just such a beat down. Like totally right. You have never worn them, but I I do. I wore dailies. And so having to put them in every day, take them out at night, and then you can't see at night without your glasses. It's just so annoying. And so anyway, I finally was like, I'm going to do it. This is the year I'm 34 years old. I'm going to go get my eyes fixed. Right. So I do all my research on the surgeon, which I highly recommend you do and I like finally decided upon one go to the evaluation for him to tell me that I have a thin cornea okay okay so what does that mean so a thin cornea is like the outer layer of your eyeball it's like a clear layer essentially that like protects your eye and apparently you need a thicker cornea to be able to do LASIK, like traditional LASIK. Uh. So he tells me, well, you're not really a candidate for LASIK. For you, we need to do something called PRK. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I've never heard of that. Uh He was like, yeah, well, well, and to remind you, so with LASIK, they just cut a little flap. Like they cut a little thing. They open the cornea up. Oh my gosh. The laser does its work, like Mm -hmm. reshaping your lens Mm -hmm. and stuff. And then they close the flap and you're done within like 24 hours. Like apparently that layer reheal, it heals itself within like 24 hours. It's incredible. So I've heard 
all of these stories for years and years leading up to the surgery of LASIK of people just being like, oh, yeah, I was back at work the next day or no problem, blah, blah, blah. Right. You and know what I mean? got a lot of feedback that la- yeah. on, even on our Instagram that oh my LASIK gosh. was like really great. So easy, much right? feedback from people saying, do it, do it. Best thing I've ever done. Right. Like this, that, that. And so I go into it and I'm like, yes, you know. So he tells me, he's like, okay, you're going to have to have PRK. And the difference there is instead of cutting that flap, they have to remove the whole outer layer of your cornea. Okay. So they literally take a blade, like a micro blade. And they like do that. They cut off the top layer of your cornea. Okay. Yeah. And so that allows the laser, the same laser that's like doing LASIK, it goes in and does its thing. And then instead of like closing the flap, they put this um, contact lens on you to like as a bandage kind of, right? Right. And you wear that. I wore it for uh, about six or seven days. Um, and so things are supposed to be healing under that contact lens. Okay. Okay. So let me just say my bad for not doing my homework on PRK. Well, okay. No, you do your homework <laughs> on everything. No, no, no. no. I, I just, I think I, I'll be honest. Like my, it has been such an emotional journey for me. This sure. is, I'm three and a half weeks in now. And like I said, I'm still only, probably 75% there. And I know, sure. He told me in the evaluation, it's a longer recovery time. Mm-hmm. I, it's a lot, it's longer than LASIK. You need to be prepared for that. But I don't think he, sh- I, I'm not going to put it on the doctor. I did not hear it how I should have heard it. Sure. I was just excited to get it done. Not like really thinking it could be six weeks. You know what I mean? Six months, you mean? Well, he had said six weeks and then but some people up to four to six months. Yes. And I'm like, oh, no way. It's 2020. So you didn't Come even on. think the six weeks period was really what would apply here? I'll be honest. I, I was doing it the week of Christmas. Leading right. up to this, my life was just bonkers. It was just like, check the box. Let's go, 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 go. I'm going to put it in, like do it the week of Christmas when my husband's home. I don't even think I thought about it like yeah. that much. Like how long, right? I don't think I thought. I think honestly in the back of my head, I'm like, it's 2020. How can anybody be blind electively for six weeks? Totally. In 2020, right? Right, right. And so I just don't think, honestly, I know I didn't. And and my husband like puts that on me every day. He's like, you should have like done your homework better and like managed your expectations a little bit better. So for anybody considering PRK or LASIK, absolutely, if you're a LASIK candidate, go for it. I think I can already start to tell like it is going to be life-changing because I think I've told you this, but there will be mornings when I wake up and it is crystal clear. Oh my gosh. And then it's the weirdest thing. Like a minute or two later, it will like fall back again into like a haze. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's super weird. And I don't know if it's like brain signals going, I don't know what's happening there, but I will get these little glimpses of like oh, that's awesome. vision yes. and I'm like, oh, okay, it's going to be worth it. So I do want to tell you, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Okay. I do want to kind of explain what the surgery's like in case anybody's kind of wondering. I totally. So, um, they had also told me, because I kind of get a lot of nerves, anxiety with medical stuff. Yes. And I had told the lady up front, I was like, look, I'm going to need something to like relax me. You because know? you are awake. You they are awake. They don't put you under. No. You're awake 
coherent. Exactly. Enough. You're totally coherent. And someone's about to stab a knife in your night. Well, eye. they numb you and everything. But still, that's scary. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know. And again, I think I had heard too many stories of like the sound and the burning smell oh, sure. and all of these oh, things. Yeah. So I had told her, she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to give you a Valium prior to the procedure. Like, no problem. So I'm like, oh, great. Okay, no problem. So I show up that morning and I'm literally like, sh- like kind of shaky. Yes, I'm bouncy. It's, it's nerve wracking. To the point where the nurse who's like triaging me, prepping me, she's telling like the the doctor and stuff, okay, she's she's really nervous, you know, yep. you need to blah, blah, Yeah. Okay, so I'm in the little pre-op room and literally like she gives me my Valium and I'm thinking, okay, I've got about 30 minutes, right, to let it sink in. Then we're going, he comes and gets me in like five minutes. Oh, shoot. Lays yeah. me down you're, on that thing. Yeah, you're not chilled yet. No. And I'm like, what's happening? Here we go. And the Valium has not kicked in <gasps> at oh, all. Gosh. At all. Right. Okay? So I'm laying down in the chair. There's three people in the room, the surgeon and like two attendants. And they're kind of like holding my hands and feet and kind of not down hard, right. but like soothing me. Like, it's going to be okay. You're doing great. You're doing great. And the doctor is you know, prepping my eyes. So first they pour in these numbing drops that kind of numb the eyeball. Well, they do numb the eyeball completely. Like I did not feel anything. And I will say that. And so he's like, okay, you're going to see a light. And I start to hear this clicking sound and it's like, I'm trying to replicate it, but it's like, like, yeah, like a weird clicking sound. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here it comes. Here it comes. I have a full blown Panic attack. So when you, yes, you have told me that. So when you say a panic attack, are you like kicking your legs, I'm, screaming? I'm are you physically shaking, 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 out of control? I can't breathe. I'm like, yes. okay, okay, okay. And I'm like trying not to move my body. And I'm like, I can't, I can't catch my breath. I'm telling the doctor, I can't breathe. And it was like working its way up. Oh my gosh. And then right. the second I hear this like clicking sound, I like lost it. And he's and they like, didn't honey, stop. No, I, apparently they can't. When he went to the next eye, he was like, okay, I'm going to give you just a minute. Just calm down. It's going to be okay. It's literally 30 seconds. It does not Really? Take the long. whole thing? No, one eye and okay. then the other. It's super fast. And that's all they do? 30, yeah. 30 seconds on each eye and they're I done. I think, I'm like, this is such a blur. I think it was that fast. Yeah. Really? Oh, Maybe 60, maybe a minute each, wow. but it was really quick. Super fast. Yeah. Oh my God. And the doctor was just like, you're doing, f-. and they were all talking me down. You're doing, f-. but I can remember just like not having control of my body. Like yes. I was so freaked out. True. Yeah. And so, and then as soon as I knew I was shaking, I was like, I'm going to mess it up. Like the, I'm going to move. Oh, and I, the laser, would, I would think the same. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And the freaking volume, if it would only have kicked in. So anyway, so I sit up, it's all done. I sit up. And for the first time, like when I first look up, I remember looking at the clock and everything was crystal clear. Oh, really? Perfect. Okay. (gasps) Oh. And then the weirdest. So then they like walk me out and I'm like calming down a little bit. He sits, he sits you down and he examines your eyes and he goes, okay, I know you think you screwed this up. I know you're stressing out that you (sighs) moved and you messed it up, but you didn't. I promise we got everything correct. It, it looks great. You're going to be great. And I was like, okay, okay. That's really all I remember. Because then wow. the Valium kicked in. <laughs> and the Valium kicked in and you're out of it. Okay. So <laughs> at that point, they kind of like give you your instructions and your sunglasses. And honestly, you go home and sleep for days, honestly. Wow. So my experience, like I said, the PRK is 
pretty terrible, I'll be honest, because you have that contact in and it burns and it itches for a solid three days. And probably. this is like a healing contact, like a it's band-aid like a healing contact. or something for your eyeball. I've never scratched my cornea, but a lot of people who I talk to who have done that, yes. they kind of compare it to that. Okay. So okay. I don't know. It's like uncontrollable watering and it just burns. It's like a burning and you just want to claw your eyes out. It's just horrible. And so oh it, again, it was like an emotional thing because I think if I would have been prepared for it, like, okay, I'm going into a week of pure hell. Yes. You know, and here's the other thing, Lauren, and I've said this to you so many times, but I did not even think, but there's literally like nothing you can do to bide the time. Oh yes. You totally, you don't think about that when you can't see, you can't look at your phone. You can't watch TV. You can't read a magazine. Like there is nothing. Okay. And so you're lit and you're not sick. It's literally like you're there and you're fine and healthy, but you just can't see. Oh my gosh. That's gotta be wild. And I'm like, this is so depressing. Yeah. That's a very (laughs) weird state to be in. Totally. It was like really weird and really, really hard for me because like I said, it was Christmas. It was Christmas. That's right. um, I was worried about that. Bless my husband's heart. Like, I, I'm still so glad I did it over Christmas because he is so busy with his job and he was home and he like right. took over with the kids and like did all the things. And so I'm grateful for that. But yeah, I would just say to anybody, like, just do your homework and like, make sure you have the expectation of like, this is not a quick thing and it's going to hurt a lot before totally. it gets better. Totally. So. So that's all I'll say. And I'll give you an update. As soon as I can see 100%, I'll let you know. Because, yeah, you've been back in thinking, yeah. I thought this would be faster. And I he's know. saying, yeah, you just have to give it time. Yeah, I couldn't drive for about two weeks, right? like at all. Now I can only drive during the day. I can't drive at night. Nights are hard, yeah. Um, it's super hard. The lights are like really halo-y and bright and everything. And so I don't know. We'll see. It's probably not super safe that I'm driving right now. Like I can see, but I can't can't read like the signs, signs and stuff. So you just need to know where you're going. <laughs> they did tell me it's, you have legal eyesight to drive. And I was like, okay, well that's scary. Yeah. Isn't that scary? All the old people I know. that, oh my gosh. So crazy. Right? But, um, but yeah, so that's, that's the update. And if any of you have any questions about it or you're debating it, let me know. I've done all the reading now. Right. Oh my gosh. Don't you think? And so, um, I'd be happy to tell you anything about it. So, okay. That's my experience. Oh my gosh. Well done. Uh, I, it, you'll be so glad you did it though. I mean, in due time, it's just a long, yeah, drawn out. It's a really long process. Drawn out. And yeah. now I'm jumping into my leg surgery, which I won't go into. Right. But from all of my beautiful babies, I have really bad varicose veins in my right leg. Oh my gosh. And yeah. they it's... hurt me every single day and I'm finally getting them fixed this next month. I know that seems really intense as well. And it's going to be a 10 week journey to get it all fixed. And I'll report on that in a couple months. Yes. Um, but it's just like what What, these, what these children do to us, our poor bodies, what they put us through. Oh my gosh. And with that, you need to tell us your experience. Tell us what you did a couple of years ago. Yeah. I, it's funny talking about surgery. Surgery has been very, um, very prominent in both of our lives like recently just with so a lot much. of things and so it's just funny to talk about but when I really stop and think about it I've had a handful of surgeries yeah. actually over the years I was I, I thought you know I should share with our listeners I've had it I had a tummy tuck yeah. and I just thought I should talk about it because I mean it 
my the twins my twins really just did a number on me and my yeah. belly just never could like as much as I could exercise or diet or whatever my stomach was just never going to be the I same I think so ma- many women go through that though and didn't you have that thing where the muscles like yes separate? I looked it up what it was called so oh, I could refer to the term you're all okay. probably nodding with me you know what I'm talking right. about but it's kind of where around the belly button like your ab muscles are pretty much so like yeah Yeah. stretch that they're just there's exercises and things to try to help and some people can kind of gain some sort of repair but some of it's just oh see I thought it was like unrecoverable most I I, you know a lot of times it is but there are exercises like if you're surgery's off the table for you like there are some exercises you can do to try to strengthen and re kind of I don't know if they'll ever reattach per se yeah but um yeah so I got a tummy tuck um I guess it's been two and a half years now oh my gosh and I know and I mean when I went into the surgeon he said I remember him saying my belly button me I'm saying first before my belly button was really different like forever I kind of had um always like yeah, I guess I've always had an innie, yeah. but like, and it was still kind of an innie, but it had this part that kind of stuck out in the middle of it. And it just felt like it had this like little donut around my belly button, like oh, I remember a you fat saying that. or cushiony, just stretch skinny. Like it wasn't even just skin. It was just this like donut of like pillow that I just knew. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever be able to flatten out. Would the kids like push oh, the pillow? Well, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> poke at the and pillow. I, I didn't have too many stretch marks, but like I had some, I, I fortunately have like clear stretch marks on my stomach. Do you have stretch marks at all? I'm, I'm that annoying person that just never got them who has zero stretch marks. Yeah. You're and so I, blessed. I honestly think it's a genetic thing because yeah, my mother does not yeah. And, and because really, I legit Lauren, how big did I get with Kate? No, you be yeah, honest. Sure, sure. You gained. Yeah, I gained sixty five pounds with but my in Kate. In the moment, in the time, you don't. Th- I don't even think. I never looked at you like, oh my gosh, she's huge. She's lying. But like, she no, is no, lying. I really didn't. It was your first baby, girlfriend. First stop. time I'd seen you pregnant. I never oh thought, oh, she's ginormous. I um, thought, and then, but looking back at pictures, and then you got super skinny afterwards. Like, sure, we could be like, oh wow, you did get big. Like you were. Oh my Gosh, loaded I, like oh whatever gosh, I don't but know what it, when happened. you're in it even for me when you're in it you just almost don't realize how big you are and then you like step on that scale and you see numbers you've never seen before and you're just like holy cow this is so crazy but you know we all been there and that's okay totally, totally. some gain the annoying 25 pounds and some gain the 60 pounds like that's <laughs> who gains that's okay. 25 pounds yeah you know who you are no I'm just I'm kidding <laughs> some people just have like better natural genetics some yeah. people are really dedicated yeah. and um, no my whole point in saying that though is my my skin has stretched big right. time over the years lucky and you. I have no idea why I don't I, have I have and I think if it weren't for the twins I probably wouldn't have with my first I had nothing and then like I think the twins just like did do give yeah, me, yeah did do a number on me and so it just like gave me a because most of my sisters don't either but um so anyways when I did go into the doctor he did say like this is just something you can't work off like this is just like your stomach muscles are in there like floating around in that tissue it's like you know your belly button's all pulled and blah 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 so you know we decided to go for it and um and it is pretty gnarly what they do like to understand like what a tummy tuck involves right it's been a long time yeah get down for me so pretty much what they do is they I had had one c-section so they went along my c-section scar my one twin um Emmett. Emmett was 
um, an emergency C-section. And so I didn't have like the prettiest scar. It was fine, but it was kind of, it's a little curved. It's not straight, but that's what they went off of to use the, for the tummy tuck. Right. So they went straight across and it is a pretty gnarly scar cut. Uh, I mean, yeah. we're talking hip to hip. Okay. Mm-hmm. So understand that first. If this is anything in anybody's realm or you've just always been curious or you think maybe in the future. So you will have a scar from hip to hip. And so they cut that and they were they what they really do is they pull the skin down. Oh, it goes down. Pulls it yes. down. Okay. And then they cut it off. But and wait they're a going to be, what about the belly button? Yeah, what I have a new there? belly button. Oh, so he the totally belly button reshapes it? Uh, recuts it. Oh, I thought they cut around it or something no. and then sealed it up. Well, yes, they do cut like because the actual like I should know my technical terms, but you know, we all have that umbilical whatever where the cord actually attaches. So you do have a spot where it's like going to be like on your body. There's just no way that's your anatomy. Mm -hmm. So they do, but they pull the skin down and then they cut like a new one around that umbilical part and they kind of reattach it to that. Got it. So they, they did essentially create me a whole new belly button because like I said before, I've always had an innie, but this one, like once after the twins and then Caleb also, like I should say preface, um, it was like crazy because when I had my last pregnancy, my third pregnancy, Caleb, I literally like just resumed form. Yeah. He was one baby. But I literally gained as much weight and literally was as big as I was with the twins. And it was depressing and ridiculous. But I just like, it was almost like I had gone out with a bang, like he's my last, I don't even care, which was the very wrong attitude to have. And then I just literally like, it's almost like my body was like, you were this big. This is just how big we're going. And it was like, I had a ginormous belly for Caleb. He was 11 days late Mm -hmm. and it was just all stretched and pulled Mm -hmm. one more time Mm -hmm. so it was like those two combined was just oh my gosh but then your your fourth pregnancy too yes i did have that miscarriage i've talked about and i mean that was like another and i i I blew up so big at 20 weeks i I was so showing because it was like my stomach just was so like stretched it's like hey you you have amniotic fluid again let's just resume form to six months and it really was like I looked like I was six months pregnant when I was like 20 weeks I guess it's almost six months but Uh. like I just was so big and pregnant even just halfway through yeah and so um but when the surgeon yeah so they he we were ready we committed we did it it's it's pretty crazy and so yeah the skin feels a little tight at first because Well, it's pretty tight. And I was nervous about that. I'm going to jump in. I can remember that like the night before you went in, you saying, I'm really worried about feeling like Like it's too tight and I can't, I'm not comfortable in my own body. Like it being too tight of a body. I kind of heard like these freak stories of like, like not that I can even do like a back bend, but like if you ever wanted to do some yoga thing and you're doing like a bend, back bend of some sort, like that your stomach just doesn't pull that way anymore because it's such a tight skin oh my gosh um, no I will say with comfort like it's funny your stomach is no joke like numb my stomach was literally numb for probably the first year like you I could I you could touch my tummy and like I could feel like on the skin but like there was still a very heavy numbness to my stomach for a long time. And the doctor said that's normal. It's like the nerves have to reattach and re like fix themselves, like readjust to where they are now. And so now it's totally different. I would say it's been two and a half years. It's like a hundred percent fine. But there was like a year that like, if my husband touched my stomach, it just felt like weird. You know, when your legs are numb or something or your arms asleep or something, it's just that weird feeling. Oh, my stomach felt like that forever. You've never told me that. Really? No. 
Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I surely thought no, I had. No, you haven't. No. Oh, for sure. So it that's a weird sensation that comes with it. You have that scar. And I would say just barely. Some people scar differently than others. I've seen one of my friend's scars from it. And it literally is just like paper thin, the clearest, littlest line ever. Mine's not so much that way. I don't know if it was my skin, my surgeon, how I heal, but mine is a little thicker and it's been kind of like a pinky purple color for a long time. Mm -hmm. I would say it's just barely starting to kind of like naturally go into more of like a Mm -hmm. flesh tone, Mm -hmm. which I can't wait till it blends a little more. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm so used to it, but it is like, it's a scar you carry forever and it's a big one. And if you do wear bikinis, you really have to be, you know, cautious cautious of that or or like maybe talk to your surgeon again they're going off of my c-section scar so it was just kind of like they did what they had to do right so but all in all like I think it healed really nice well okay and obviously like you're totally put to sleep for that you're fully under anesthesia recovery is tell us what the recovery was yeah you're you're down and out for 10 days it's like a c-section um maybe even dare I say a little more extensive just because like you're talking so much skin was removed. Like I said, the nerves, the scar is so big. Like it, it's pretty involved. So I would give yourself for sure a grace period of like 10 days down. And, was and then there after any... that, you're pretty like mobile, just sore and, and fragile. Yeah. Was there any like um, restrictions? Like Yeah, definitely not picking up. That, so like yeah. I waited till Caleb. Caleb was at least two Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was at least two years old, and we had obviously like we'd had that miscarriage about about a year before, and I it was us deciding okay we're done having a baby. Like I will admit, the idea of getting pregnant after the tummy tuck is terrifying for multiple reasons. Yeah, the money spent yeah. a b the skin, the idea of that skin because. The elasticity. Yeah, the elasticity of it all again. Like, it's so, like, granted, like, you know, now I do feel like two and a half years in, like, if I eat a full meal and I'm just like, you know, joking burrito baby and all that, I do feel like I can bloat a little bit more now than I used to. Before, it just, nothing moved. I mean, it was just what do you call that when it's like um, a washboard? Like, literally, washboard. Like, it was just flat and solid and that's totally wild. yeah it is and like there's nothing that's gonna budget i have now to ask, i feel like there's a little bit more let me ask the obvious question when they're doing it do they take out like fat and stuff so yeah so what they do is they pull that skin down and then they cut it off yeah and then they sew it to the bottom part of your skin your pelvic area yeah. skin and so that like fat and tissue and skin is removed no but they're not so, taking like anything inside they it's can just lipo all... you yeah oh, they absolutely oh, can lipo you if they separate. need to oh, okay um i know that they did a little bit of lipo because like i said i had this donut around my stomach my belly button so if you like envision my belly button the donut goes upward so it's like kind of a little bit higher so that think of how far down that has to come to remove that fatty tissue those stretch marks from that donut and so even now it's funny right above my scar and like on my pelvic line there is a little bit of stretch marks and it I laugh because those are stretch marks that were literally like under my you know under oh my, my boobs like up top <gasps> now they're down low That's so and funny. so it, I mean you would literally have to cut way too much yeah. to like perfect it so it's I mean yeah. way better way 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 better than it was but you can still see a few natural stretch marks that wow. those ones at the very bottom of my underwear line used to be at the top of my tummy oh my that's gosh. like how much they remove wow. it's kind of crazy when you think about it and so and incredible it, incredible it really 
really is fascinating that, and then now, like I said, I really feel like my skin is pretty much a hundred percent back. Like I feel like if I was able to, I could do a back handspring or walk over or something yeah. right now, back bend. And I do feel like I totally have feeling the scars looking a lot better, but like, I mean, two and a half years, that's a long time. So for people to feel like kind of totally a hundred percent again, I feel like you give yourself at least 18 months, almost that two year mark and you really feel good, yeah. but you look great from the get go. Right. Know that. Yeah. I mean, and like some people think the recovery is really hard. I think I'm just a little bit like I've had a C-section. I've had my tonsils out, like stupid little things along, not stupid, but like things along the way that like prepared me for it. So I wasn't like, oh, that was like, I would never do it again. I would. I, it is rough for a few days, but yeah. I would totally do it again. Oh. And like, and you're just, and really you're not going to gain a belly back. Like they say like the tissue is different and like you won't really gain I mean, unless you went and gained a hundred pounds, you're not going to really gain that five or 10 pounds back into your tummy. It's oh kind of gone, gosh. gone, wow. gone. So it's pretty crazy. But because of that, I do notice my weight going other places. Mm-hmm. It distributes a little differently. And I do notice a little bit more love handles sometimes if I'm not, you know, if I'm gaining. And so it's funny because it's different. Oh my gosh. But my stomach was never one of my zones until the twins. Like I always gain in my butt and hips. And so for me to have anything in my stomach was so different for me. So unusual because I just never, that was never a zone for me. Yeah. So it feels, it feels so much better, but I know it's crazy. I'm just so it's just funny, like we're in this stage of life. I know, now. of like just like a higher maintenance. And you hate to be high maintenance. I know. But it is like a higher maintenance as we get into climb into our mid thirties and oh my gosh, approaching forty. There's just things you never thought about or never thought you would do. No. I never in a million years would have thought I got a tummy tuck. I'd be like, Oh, just deal with it. Oh, whatever, a little bit of sag. Okay. But I never ever would have thought I would have done that. Right. Um, I mean, I'm so glad I did. I feel very confident, comfortable in my choice. I, I own it, but like it is, it's just crazy. The things you consider as oh we're getting gosh, older, I know. I'm like starting, what you, well this week, like right now I am considering doing Botox for the first time. Yeah. And yeah. I know a ton of you out there do it in your twenties. I know yeah. a lot of people who do it in their twenties and I as just like preventative, never, yeah, you know, yeah. because I think when I was in my twenties or even my teens and I heard the word Botox, yeah. like I literally thought it meant like a 55 year old, like yeah. you're getting like a facelift, like yeah. you're crazy and vain. And so, and I did not understand what Botox was. Yeah. Yeah. But what are you thinking? Well, no, I, I'm like, I, I'll be honest. Like I'm just nervous about like the pain, but I know so many people do it. I need to just jump in and try it. And I'm, I'm just worried like, oh, I'm going to be the one case that like is weird on, or it's going right. to mess up my right. eyebrows Par- or like- I'm going to like forever have some problem. I don't know. Sure. sure yeah. And so I don't want to be the one freak scenario where something happens where I'm like, so that's where my weird, what zone are you thinking? Like where I do you feel like you need it? I was thinking doing, I don't even know, like maybe my forehead and like crow's feet area. Area, yeah. If anything. Yeah. But um, no, my big thing that I'm really, really wanting, and I've been saying it for years. Yeah, yeah, you have. And Lauren's like, no, don't, is lip injections. Yeah. And I don't mean huge at all. I'm talking like just a little bit of like 
little bit of plump lips. I tell you this all the time. My mom continually asks, did Sarah get her lips done? I don't did believe Sarah- that. She does. I- she does all the time. And I'm like, no, she's just got good lips. No. And I, no, and I'm not one to weigh, like discourage anyone from doing anything that wa- they want to do. But Sarah does have very good lips. <laughs> Stop. But no. she's talked about this for years. I really have. And I'm like, I just want a tiny bit... I don't know. I need to either like crap or get off the pot with well, it. I think it can be done so conservatively where you feel really good. Yeah. I feel like for some reason, and again, I'm not one to preach or like judge at all, but like lip fillers is the one thing that I feel like is super like, noticeable. noticeable. It is. Like, and noticeable and like, there's just like, it's either like the slightest little bit of fill yeah. or there's just like, yeah. it's very obvious that yeah. you do it. Because and nothing's not, wrong with that. Because they're not natural. Right, I mean, right. it's really not. It's like eyelash extensions. Yeah. They're not natural. They look, we're used to them now, but like nobody's born with these crazy eyelashes. Huge lashes. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, right. I don't know. I'm just like in this phase, but I don't want to look like, yeah, I, I don't but know. But you know, they're only six months. Like yeah. it, it go, wears off, so you should give it a go. And if you don't like it, they'll go away. More to come. You guys, if any of you have had lip injections, share your stories. DM me on Instagram. Totally. And let me know because I'm so on the fence. There are days where I'm like, yes, I'm going to book it right now. And then there's days like, no, you don't need to do that. Like that's being vain or whatever. Do, like, do you have any fear about it? Or are you just like, oh, no, I don't want to spend the money. Again, I'm, I'm afraid I'll look weird and like it'll look weird on me. And I, in I what know. way? I don't know. Like just change just different. Me. Yeah. yeah, you'll just feel different. Yeah, I don't know. Totally. Okay. Well, we're coming up on time, and we yes. haven't even done our hits and misses, so we could talk about this. Stuff. I know it's just crazy. Like I said, we're like. I mean, we like to look good. We like to feel good, but really, we're not like too like self-absorbed yet. I, I hope right? not. Oh my right? gosh. I know most of you are rolling your eyes. Lady, you got a tummy tuck. Oh my gosh. How, <laughs> how self But like, it is just funny. Like I said, uh, our my brain has just um, evolved. And I don't think it's, I really don't think with myself at least, it's not social media. It's not what other no, people are doing. No. It's not any that. I just think with age, I feel like we have like, uh, well, to me, it's like us? if well, to me, it's like it's there. It's affordable. It's somewhat affordable. It's it's available. Why not? Right. Like I don't want to like be sixty and trying to wish, look like I'm a thirty well, or wish year old. I would have. Like the Botox is so preventative for right. wrinkles. Like you don't want to be sixty and be like, dang, I should have done that. Right. And I wouldn't have such harsh lines or whatever. So I'm like, hey, if I can extend like a no wrinkle look for five years or whatever, like for why sure, not? why not? You know? Totally. Um, okay. Because, well, funny enough, do you forever see your mom as like a 40 year old in your oh, head? Yes. Yes. It, well, well, your it's mom like, lives here. Well, so, well, it kind of like shifts. Like I forever thought of us as like 22 and her as like 50 yeah. or 48, let's say. And I was like, oh, forever 21. Now I'm like shifted up to like, oh, I will forever feel 28. And no. she's like, you know, 54. Yeah. But yeah, now she's in her sixties and that's like so weird to me. Well, it's so funny because I don't live by my mom and I f- will forever ever think of her as like a 40 45 year old woman yeah, right just because right. like that's kind of what like, I knew yes, that was all they're my like stuck in time right there yeah it's just moment. so funny and I'm like so I want my look for my kids to be good <laughs> when they think of me <laughs> totally yes no, anyway that's so true okay let's jump into our um hits and misses so what was your hit of the week um, well, funny enough, I had to be out of town for two days this week and I had just some like free time. My husband was tied up and so um, the kids weren't with me. And so I just had some time on my hands and I uh, randomly went into Walgreens and I saw 
<laughs> don't laugh at me. But there was the Christmas stuff was all in clearance yeah. still. You yeah. know, we're like a month later here. They're giving and, it away. And like literally. And they had a bunch of their like toys. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is like the frugal in me. And I was like, oh my gosh, these are great. These She's are great. a whore so, for a deal. I, know, I am. I am. <laughs> so literally, you guys. So I mean, again, I had like the day was free. And so I went to this Walgreens and I grabbed like two or three things. This lady in front of me literally cleared out the shelves. And there was oh like LOL stuff. Really? Brat stalls and these like name brand toys. And I was like, yeah. dang, I just like missed it all. 80% off. So it's like two bucks. Oh my gosh. And so she literally could, I'm dang it. So I got like three or four things. And then I'm like, I'm going to go check out another Walgreens. Yeah, you did. And I went to two more Walgreens <laughs> to see what they had on their 80% toy aisle for Christmas. <laughs> and I just stocked up for a few months, you oh guys, just for the birthday parties. And I was even thinking like Valentine's Day yeah. or Easter baskets, yeah. all the things. I'm like, I am stocking up. So I actually felt really good about Again, again, we talked about this months, months but, ago. You know, it's not always a deal if you don't need it. That's right. So I, I probably went a little bit too over, but like I was, I was like, yes, this that's is amazing. a score and I got it. Oh my gosh, that's so classic you. Check your Walgreens. Yes. <laughs> Not an ad. Um, okay, so my hit this week is, okay, if you've been a long-time listener, you know I'm kind of like the sleep Nazi with my yeah. children. Like, yeah. I'm hardcore, like no sleeping in the bed, go to bed on time, all that stuff. Okay, so like three nights ago, um, Luke randomly, he's my two and a half year old, my baby. Um, he started like kind of not crying, crying, but kind of crying at like 5 AM or something. And it was like pitch black dark. And I don't know, I brought him into bed with us, which I like never do. I would usually oh put him back to yeah. bed, like soothe him. I brought him in bed and like, girl, he just laid on me and like cuddled me. And at one minute he's a kisser. Okay. He leaned up and gave me a kiss on my cheek and I thought my heart was going to (laughs) explode. I'm not even kidding. He's so cute. I was sitting there like pitch black at night. My husband's like snoring next to me and me and my Luke are just having this moment. And I'm like, you're my last baby. I'm going to let you sleep in this bed with me. Yes. Yes. That's so awesome. It was so sweet. And I just like soaked it up and he was just like so sweet and cuddly and I was just like can you do this every night oh oh oh. no not really really. (laughs) (laughs) no the thing is that's funny I'm exactly thinking literally like a week ago you know I'm rolling my eyes because um like I think have I mentioned Tristan and his sleep stuff in here I don't know. Let's go into that. Yeah, another night. My oldest has some sleep stuff, like anxiety. So he'll come into our room sometimes and get me. But then my my four-year-old will follow. And I'm always like rolling my eyes every morning. George, I'm over it. We can. And he's like, he says you know what? They're not going to do that for very much longer. And you're going to miss it. Having oh. a little one come say, can I lay with you? Can I sleep with you? And I did think you're, you're right. This is such a short phase and it won't last forever. And it is sweet to an extent, to but an still, extent. I know. I don't want an elbow on my back anymore. I know. I'm oh like, so yeah. Cute. So true. Okay. What was your miss? My miss was, oh my gosh, actually today, um, my, my dog is like oh. regressing in his potty train. No, like yes. I've heard that to be true a little bit, but we had a few accidents inside today. And like, just with like stuff going on this week and things, I just was not in the mood for it. And no, I was weren't. just like, dang it. So I like throw them outside every time, you know, I, they say to kind of like put their face in it and make them like rare and no. And I put them outside and I was just like, are we for real? I don't have time to be cleaning this stuff up. It is so funny because it's like, I'm so beyond the baby <gasps> stuff, but yeah. then yet I'm having this 
this baby puppy do stupid things sometimes. I really don't have much to complain about. No. I don't, like, he hasn't, like, ruined anything or chewed up furniture or something crazy. We stay on him pretty good, but, like, yeah, this surprised me. And I was like, shoot. Oh, my gosh. So, back at it a little bit. Oh. Yeah. What about you? I love him. So, mine is, like, really silly, but it is a total miss of the moment. We're those people in the neighborhood who still have their Christmas lights up. And it's um, January 17th. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You, so I feel like bad. you have like a pass all of January. No. It's super long. I agree. And it's like a super oh long gosh. time. But I do feel like you kind of have a lot. When we're going into February, girl, like no. People no. get it down. Get I, it down. I got everything removed like out of my bushes, but they're still on my house. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. I refuse to do that. Like my husband will be the one to yeah, do that. Yeah, because you did it. We talked I put about them that. up. Yes. And that was hard work. He's going to be the one to get his butt out there and Absolutely. take him down. You should. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So I'm literally having a standoff about it. And okay. I said to him last night, um, are you going to take the lights down? Yeah, yeah. Anytime soon? Totally. And he was like, well, I guess this weekend I will. So anyway, so we're those people. No, hey. And it's my miss for sure. We'll okay. get there. I'll give so, you that. Yeah. Sorry yeah. if you're a neighbor. We're, we're working on it. <laughs> Well, that will do us for this episode. Um, As always, if you don't mind leaving us a rating and a review um, wherever you listen, especially iTunes, that would really help us out. We really appreciate it. And you can find us on all the socials at the Mom Voice Podcast. We're on Instagram quite a bit throughout the week. And we love to chat with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So yeah, come give us a shout out and we will be back with a new episode next Monday. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye-bye.